Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. And he told like, you just do it. And if you don't pick up the confidence right now, then I will shoot you to Los Angeles and you will need to survive there. My name is Espri Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. And right now we are in Riga, Latvia. We got to experience the extraordinary tech chill, an amazing conference here in Riga with all the leading people in tech around the world flying into into the Baltics to inform and inspire the tech community. And I have, how do you say your name? I say, it's, I say, how do you say it? Yeva. 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 So I constantly want to say Leva because I always see the I for an E. So it's I-E-V-A, Yeva. And Yeva and I had the opportunity to meet each other a few years ago. And so her tech journey has been evolving and I can't wait to share it with you. Welcome to the podcast again. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so go ahead, introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. So hi, my name is Eva, and uh, I'm head of partnerships at uh, Baltic Sandbox, which is the uh, first fintech accelerator in uh, Vilnius, Lithuania. And uh, we are working with uh, fintech and SaaS teams from all over the globe. And you are just recovering your voice. Yes. <laughs> so, and I've been dying to an, do an interview with her. So I'm so excited, even though her voice isn't back like 100% that I still get to do the interview. And okay, so are you based in Lithuania or here in Latvia? I'm I'm quite confusing in this sense because I'm still based in uh, Riga, Latvia, but I work in uh, Vilnius, Lithuania. And how often do you go there? Uh, it depends like, if we have or don't have a program. During the program, I try to go there every second week for one, two nights, like two or three days. Because uh, during the program, I'm also the, the team member who's traveling around the conferences. And where were you when we first met compared to where you are today? I'm trying to remember, but I think I just was starting with a tech chill as a community manager. Because it was November, yes, and I think I completely switched to doing tech chill stuff in uh, October or something. Yeah. And... Um, and and what inspired you to make the change, um, move it or evolve from Tech Chill to working with an accelerator, and why focus on Lithuania? Um, that was quite interesting because I was uh, actually like doing some uh, other projects and things, and I was still with a Tech Chill uh, in a sense that kind of felt like the best place to kind of do also the projects and also also continue to work with um, community that I built at Tech Chill, and then at some point just 
like the summer was like quite busy, so I didn't have like time to actually think about uh, what I should do or what are the moves. So it was quite quite honest conversation with our CEO Christine, and uh, we it was like mutual decision that uh, it's time to move uh, further or what what are the next things. And then I took some few weeks uh, just to think about what I want to do in the future. And there was that offer from people who were, we were used to work together as a community. Like they were like community partners uh, for, a, for a tech show for a few years. So I knew the people already. And uh, when they knew that I'm searching for something new, they offered me, me the job. And um, what has been the most exciting thing that you've learned so far working with this new company? Uh, that basically was a moment when I was working with Atechel and um, my own projects. It was like all the things, like just combining community building, uh, ecosystem development, and uh, this is kind of the moment when it kind of parted a little bit, but well, not completely. But like now, I'm instead of working only with the community partners, especially hubs or events. A uh, big part of what I do is working with investors, which is kind of a new thing. Because yeah. before that, it was kind of just a small part or just people I know and uh, who are friends. And now it's quite a big focus. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of be interesting. And also, as an accelerator is quite new, then uh, again, I'm in a position where it's I'm the first person who is doing that. So uh, now the interesting part that I usually enjoy about like doing things is kind of make your own system and uh, make, um, yeah, how, like decide how you work with that community, how you build it and uh, how it's going to look like. So it's kind of in your hands. And um, what, what kind of guidance can you give everybody listening on what investors look for? Uh, in, in a sense, like from startups yeah. or collaborations yeah. or... From startups. From startups, like looking for the next big thing. <laughs> if any of us would knew like what it is, that would be perfect. But no one, uh, no one does. So, so um, also there's, I would say, and it's not different from what what we search in accelerator when we look at the teams, uh, is we look also like from where they come, like who have suggested them. So that I would say, like, also investors look for very much for uh, warm intros and, like, someone who can uh, prove that those teams are good and legit. Because it's not only about, like, next big thing, it's also a lot about uh, people relationship. So how we can work together with those teams. Because obviously when uh, someone comes into Accelerator, they stay for longer than just a program. You kind of keep on working with those people. And the same for investors, if they become the portfolio company, kind of the people you meet quite often so it's also like kind of human relationship like uh, that, that kind of factor like culture in the team um, yeah are they especially are they uh, are they easy to mentor are they listening uh, are they like like that kind of yeah kind of, yeah and and what would you say is one main advantage of having a startup company in the baltics versus other places in the world uh, I can't say about all the places in the world, but like comparing to other uh, European uh, countries or uh, US, I would say like the biggest advantage you can run longer because uh, there is um, like you just have a longer runway because things are uh, not so expensive here. It's so true. There is uh, recently there was research on and uh, there was like comparing like the same amount of money you can sustain yourself like for one year here versus three months in London. So yeah. it's like, when, especially if you are an early stage startup and uh, you have money as money 
as much as you can yeah. have, then uh, then uh, it's a very important uh, topic. At the same time, it's very uh, international environment. I think you notice that also yeah. here and uh, during Tech Chill. Uh, small but uh, quite open community. Like all the events are happening in English, so it's very easy to get involved. And also it's like the rest of Europe, like the main hubs are very accessible. Like it's a few hours flight to London or Berlin or uh, Nordics or whenever. What is your favorite thing about your job? As I told, like, I think building things from scratch, like uh, being somewhere where something new is made. Yeah. Because our accelerator is very, very young. So we are like a startup ourselves because now in March we start uh, our second and third program. So yeah, it basically started this autumn. So it's kind of very new things. And I I adopt, I would take in this position in some big already working system because I like, yeah, but better prefer to have this challenge uh, moment in, yeah. in, in, in the work. So I think it's like the most. And what would you say are like some of the exciting things that you've been learning um, that's different from the environment at running a tech conference at Tech Chill? How, how is the organization different? Like what kind of different organization things are you learning in, or I should say operations? Yeah, it's like different cycle, I would say, because like for a tech conference, it's like something that happens once a year. So you're very focused for those two, three days when yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, I would say it's like different timeline. Of because you have different, um, what's it called? Uh, not sprints, uh, different. Um, so yeah, yeah, basically if you have program in autumn and spring, so it's kind of two like high moments when, when, it, when you have it and it's not two, three days, it's eight weeks. Yeah. And there is like different things you need to prefer prepare before what you do during the program, what you do after the program. So that's kind of also new things that I learned, like how in every stage you work with, with the things and how you also manage your time and uh, priorities during uh, that every like step. What's one piece of advice someone's given you that's really helped you throughout your career? Like that's very kind of bold thing. Like we are uh, too humble, I would say. Yeah. And we are like not liking to brag much about ourselves. And uh, like first is uh, the job done and until you have like done something really great uh, until that you are not speaking about it. Right. So I have one friend from California and I was asking him like how you, how you are so, so confident on the yeah. stage or in interviews and something. And he told like you just do it and if you don't pick up the confidence right now then I will shoot you to Los Angeles and you will need to survive there <laughs> and come back. It's so true. It's like okay. <laughs> so I picked up my confidence. Yeah. So that was like I don't know if it's like a suggestion but it does kind of yeah putting it in different perspective. How do you practice be more confident? Like how do you even learn how to be more confident? What what do you look for to be inspired? You you kind of start to look at the things that you have done differently like really like kind of celebrating some smaller success or some smaller things and kind of also it, it's like it also depends on on how I would say some not like everyone looks at you because it actually doesn't matter but like how people you value a lot like yeah. in the industry for example uh, how they see you or like when you really talk about things or your challenges uh, like what they kind of respond to you or encourage you and I've noticed it's like very uh, important to kind of take those compliments because that that was also something that I was sometimes struggling to how to take compliments that someone's taking say oh you're so great this what you've done is so amazing 
And you're always like questioning yourself. Yeah. Like if you don't have that confidence, you're kind of questioning like, is he just saying that because he's saying or you can actually trust this? So, and I think like that's kind of one of the practice to kind of learn to take the compliments. That's kind of the thing that... Learn to take compliments. Yes. What's a go-to app or website or, or hardware that, that you love, that something that comes to mind and they use pretty often? I think like for my job, it's like everything that's that's uh, for communication, like uh, so have three chat apps or like... Yeah. Like which chat apps? Um, Messenger, WhatsApp and Telegram. And no Slack? Yeah, also Slack, but yeah, also Slack for... for which one of those do you prefer? It's like it's very de- depends for with whom you are speaking. Yeah, because like that's kind of the one thing that I learned, like being community manager, that you kind of with the time you start to memorize like wh- which person prefers what. So I'm preferring the one that the person I I'm talking with is preferring. So like if someone says it's easier for them to use WhatsApp, then I use yeah. WhatsApp or someone is Slack, then use Slack. Is there a book that uh, is one of your favorite books? I think the one that I, I also suggest to, for a teams is uh, Crossing the Chasm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's quite good. And it's like, uh, it's not only for marketers, but uh, anyone who is like growing the company. There's so many good things in that. that are, yeah. What should, what should people know about um, the Baltic Startup Accelerator? Like, what kind of people should be applying to it? How many cohorts do you have? Um, how many startups so far have raised money? As I, as I mentioned in the very beginning, like we work with fintech and SaaS teams uh, from all over the globe. So it's not like restricted any, anyhow geographically. But those who are from outside the EU, they, they move their companies in Europe, mostly because they, then they become investable for European investors. And so we mostly work with teams whose like, main challenge right now is to, uh, to expand to Europe. So we are working like with teams who are like maybe a little bit more mature than in other accelerators. So they have already done something in their local market, so they have some traction already there. And they know that they want to expand uh, to next place in Europe or to Europe in general. So those are the teams we can help the most. Yeah. Basically, yeah, not the ones who are still figuring out like who they are or or what, but like who already like kind of know next steps. Uh, we don't invest uh, money because, uh, as I mentioned, like those teams are a little bit bigger, so they actually don't need the taxation money anymore. But we prepare them to be able to raise uh, funds right after the taxation program. Uh, it's not public yet, but we like out of eight teams, four already raised funds from uh, our first uh, program. That's really which, exciting. Uh, which which finished in in uh, November, so kind of proves that uh, that we are doing some things right. So, yeah. How can people find out more about the Accelerator and connect with you? So, yeah, we have a website, balticsandbox.eu. Balticsandbox.eu. Yes. So, and there is, like, everything about, like, our team or, like, program, uh, yeah, or previous alumni teams. So that's kind of main resource. And where can people connect with you? Uh, LinkedIn or email. And so uh, to connect with you via email, you can go to I-E-V-A at BalticSandbox.com. That's B-A-L-T-I-C-S Sandbox.com. 
Uh, or you could find Yuva on um, LinkedIn at I E V A U P E N I E C E. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast, for being on again. Continue to keep us posted on everything Baltic Sandbox and just Baltic tech community in general. Is there any last thing you want to share with everybody before we wrap up? Super happy to meet you again after those <laughs> I know, you're such a sweetheart. And, uh, yeah, happy to be back in a podcast. Yay! If you want to connect with more extraordinary women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. It takes you straight there. Say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye! My name is uh, Eva Openitz and I'm Head of Partnerships at uh, Baltic Sandbox, which is the uh, first fintech accelerator in Vilnius, Lithuania. And it works with uh, fintech and SaaS uh, startups who want to expand to Europe. And you're listening to Women in Tech. Women in Tech is an independently funded project funded by you, the community. So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution. Every little bit counts. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.